0: Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 93 Sugar and Hooves. Enjoy the show! I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and Jessica's, Jessica's day, day of fun. fun. Hiya. Episode 93. It is episode 93. Aren't this deeply autumnal February day? Oh, it's so grey. so ha- grey. Have you had rain? Possibly, I haven't been outside yet today. I open the curtains. I open the curtains. I don't have windows, so I don't know. Um, no, I just I haven't I haven't been outside. Uh, it was for a, a, a moment early this morning. I was like, "Oh, blue sky! There's blue sky! It's gonna be blue sky and sunshine from now on." Um, and then that was that. Yeah, ours has been. Um, we've had quite heavy rainfall, just in short bursts, but it's been pretty rainy here. And uh, I w- took a long car ride yesterday And it rained quite a lot last night Yeah, it was pouring with rain uh, um, When I came home yesterday I went to a birthday party um, And so I checked I. the weather forecast for the day I did not check the And sort of went, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, good, noted I did not think to look at what the weather would be doing At like half past twelve When I came home It was spitting when we, when we left the cafe And then it was raining Quite heavily by the time I got to the bus stop And still raining heavily when I got home. In fact, at one point we stopped so that the bus driver could defog the windows. <laughs> what With what? Like a towel? Yeah, I could see him, we, we stopped for a moment at a bus stop and he, I, could, I could see him wiping down the, the bit in his cabin. In the little cab. And then he got out of the cab and did the other side of the bus wow. windscreen. And then he did the door and then he did the other half of the door. I mean, the man was thorough. I suppose it's a safety issue, but even so I was like, dude, it's, it's good enough, right? Just get a hairdryer. Yeah, open the window. I'd already closed the window about three stops in because I don't know if you noticed, but it's cold and raining. Yeah, we got a night bus home the other week and um, went on closing the the windows on the upper deck because it we was cool. Got the uh, got the uh, the upper deck on the night bus home. I always sit in the same seat on the right above the wheel arch. Except I'm not sure that those are the most comfortable chairs because by the time we got home, it's like every muscle in my back and shoulders is is hating me right now. Yeah. You no, know, I just I just want to get off this bus. And not be sitting in this chair anymore. I find that with any this is where you go on a night bus. You know when you try and do some like casual, subtle stretching, and, like, <laughs> in, just, in case you just, get it's deep it's vein thrombosis. And no, just to try and stop e- everything hurting, really. Yeah. Yes, I was in Wales this weekend because it was our granny's ninetieth birthday. Yay! Pretty good. So then we we had a great. I always say I love driving at night, especially in the rain because I don't drive, what I mean is I love being driven at night, especially driven. in the rain <laughs> I, I like driving at night, not so much in the rain I don't hate it, it depends on how hard, how hard is it raining, because I have driven down the motorway in like, in driving rain at, in the dark, and it was not stressful, but it's like, these are not ideal driving conditions Yeah, well, I, by the end of it, I was so tired I kept doing that horrible, sort of jerky falling asleep, which is the worst I fell asleep on the dr- journey up, but in a way that just I was asleep and then I woke up and I didn't feel gross. Whereas this one, I was like, oh, I have to try and stay awake. I took my shoes off and started doing the thing that John McClane gets told to do in Die Hard where you start um, like scrunching your toes into the carpet <laughs> <laughs> because it helped with jet lag, and I was like, "This this will keep me awake." But I don't know. I was like, thought maybe what, I was... it was like grounds you. Yeah, or like stimulates tells you the nerves. is. right. Like wearing, going out in shorts because you need sunlight on the backs of your knees. Yeah, exactly. Um, it didn't help. I was just sitting there being like, no. "Yeah." Also, the time difference between London and Wales. Oh, I don't think it was the time difference. It was just the, the that, hour. Not oh, that much. Right. Right. Yeah, but it it wasn't uh, great. It wasn't great. And then I got in and my housemate made me a pot of green tea and let me go to bed. It was great. Not let me. Oh, that's nice. She was like, I've made, would you like tea? But also, I think she was quite concerned because I'd forgotten to tell her we'd be home so late. And I think maybe she thought I died. So it was probably more of a right, relief right. for her. I got in last night and my housemate demanded to be fed and uh, be let out. This is... so my housemate is a hamster. Yeah. How is she enjoying her new extension? Oh, fabulous. She loves it. Has I she think stopped fabulous. acting like a... It's hard to tell. Is she still kind of crazy? Um, again, hard to tell. Does she chew the bar and, like, gouge her face up? She does still chew the bar a bit. I think maybe not as much, but it is a concern that I'm keeping an eye on. She doesn't seem to have a scabby nose at the moment, so that's, that's all right. Small miracles. Small miracles. And I read she's always, like, really overexcited whenever she's been running around in the ball, and then she's been, like, out playing. And it did occur to me that maybe it's because... I um, give her a little a little treat when I put her in her ball, so that she doesn't hate going in the ball, and she likes to go in there, and then she can run around, and then I can like clean out her cage and stuff. Um, and they have sugar in, so it might be that that has the same effect on hamsters as it does on small children, which is why she's so <laughs> overexcited. Yeah, and just what's over here? I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to headbutt your arm until you move it, and I want to be over this, and I'm doing here, and why blah blah, and ah, no, I don't move me back in there. Wow, I I like your hamster because I think she might be a lunatic. <laughs> uh, she she is, yeah, she's fine. <laughs> she's, she's doing At one point, I thought she might have a borderline personality disorder, but I don't think she does. I don't know how you diagnose that. or like in I don't know, hamster. but my friend's cat had to go on antidepressants. It was a very stressful time. That for is not true. How do you put a cat on anti? Per- perzac doesn't work. Perzac. <laughs> I've got a six part intro, but actually, I don't know if I'm going to do them all. Well, shall we talk about the Oscars? No. What we should do is say we're going to talk about it, then change our minds at the last minute. <sighs> oh, no. I actually can't bring myself to watch the video because I don't like stress and awkwardness. I didn't know. I didn't know what had happened. So someone on Twitter had posted a, a bit of it, and I was like, "Why? What do you mean he grabs the envelope? Oh!" So I watched. I, you know, when it, Twitter auto plays, but then you tap mm-hmm. it for the sound. I was like, "Right, I see what's happened. Right, yeah, my gun stand. I'll turn that off because no one." God needs to watch all of that. Yeah. I mean, there were some things I liked about it. I liked Dev Patel and Manuel Miranda taking their mums. I liked that yep. Lynn was wearing a suit that he got from the same place in Yonkers that he got his prom tux in 1998. Nice. <laughs> uh, he went back there on was like where's the Oscars and I'm still need a tux. I'm annoyed that they had the opportunity for Lynn to Egot there and then, and yeah so they gave it to La La Land. I mean, yeah, I know he'd... he'll do it eventually. Like, But if... does La La Land really need any more validation? I don't think so. No, and that song is... i, I d whether... not seen La La Land, but I um, I will take your word for it. I don't know whether I actively dislike it as much. Like, I didn't care for it when I saw it, and now I don't want it to have any success, and I think the we... I don't understand people's love for it, and I think that makes me more... Right, you've gone to a weird place with it. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's just not as. Like, I really like a movie musical, and everyone's like, it's the return to the movie. It's nothing like old school movie musicals. It's that's, nothing yeah, like them. I, it's just tedious it, relationship, relationship like, oh, this is drama. going to be great fun. And then everyone sort of started watching it, and the reviews came in, and I was like, oh, that's not what I was expecting it to be. I, I will watch it. There's like a great opening musical yet. number, and then, then that's kind of it. And it's t- What? What I really want to watch is the the sailor film that Channing Tatum is making in the middle of *Hail Caesar*. <laughs> I mean, *Hail Caesar* itself is a very good film, but I would also like to watch the, the various films that they're making. No it. dames, yeah. I have yeah. no more input because I I I I don't I don't really care about the Oscars particularly. I I wasn't that emotionally invested in anything except. I now um, and forever, for the rest of my days, will be fueled by the fury that you can use the phrase the Oscar-winning film Suicide Squad. I hate that film and so so so, so, so much. Flames on the side of my face. It's just very bad. And it, look, I know it wasn't Best Picture. It won for makeup and hair, but that was bad makeup and hair. The person who decided to write the word "damn," uh, I can't even. I can't anyway, even. Let's, let's not. Let's not discuss and dissect that. I've finished Stranger Things. Oh, well done you! Welcome to uh, 2016. All right, <laughs> you. and and iZombie season two. Oh yeah. And yeah, I finally yeah. seen an episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend that makes me get it. Right. Because I was a bit like, oh, I like this, but I'm not sure. And then I watched uh, it was a bottle episode, bottle episode on a party bus, and oh, uh, yeah. I kind of, I kind of got it. Um, so that's good. And also, we've got very into America's Next Top Model. Of course you have. I haven't watched that for so long. Well, we have Sky Living here. I'm okay with that. And they show it, and it's now hosted by Rita Ora, and uh, she's good. Wait, where's... Wait, wait, what? Wait, what? Where's Tyra? So basically, it got cancelled, and then they brought it back without Tyra. So she... um, So so Rita technically isn't a judge. She's a host, but, I mean, she's on the judging panel. And... Yes, yeah, so it's a whole new team there's no miss j there's no mr j there's no nigel noted fashion photographer noted fashion photographer nigel whatever his name is please for the love of nigel barker please for the love of god tell me that janice dickinson is nowhere to be seen She's nowhere to be seen. uh i mean i really like old school of america's next Top model and as i've said many times i would spend an extra whole extra two pounds a month on hey you if they could get me back seasons of uh, yeah Drop model. I can I can do you a, a gif of Tyra shouting, how dare you? We were rooting for you! We were, we were all... all rooting for you! Yeah, um, it's not quite the same, but I'll take it. I really like Stranger Things. Should I shave my head? Uh, should, Yeah. Hashtag justice for Edith. Yeah, good. Fun r- Riverdale. Riverdale reference. Yeah, Riverdale. Riverdale. It's, not, it's not the best show I've ever seen. I'm going to watch episode five when we finish recording this. Good stuff. <laughs> I still haven't actually watched a full episode, but my housemate is watching it. And I have a tendency to just come in and stare at it. And I feel I've absorbed quite a lot. And go, huh. huh. That's that's fair. That's reasonable. Um, We've celebrated Galentine's Day since we last recorded. We did. I've got Valentines and Galentines, which makes it look like my list is a poem. Wales, Valentines, Stranger Things, Galentines, A-N-T-M, Dartsy with Dave. Yeah, Galentines. Well, it's so much better because now I have a waffle maker. Yep. So we can celebrate friends, waffles and work. Or waffles, friends, work. The order doesn't matter, but work comes third. Yeah, of course. So that is what we did, Um, and that was really fun. And we had mimosas, because, I mean, although it's not Treat Yourself Day... It makes sense. It ties them together, and they are a brunch item. Yeah, exactly. I like any alcohol that you can legitimately drink for breakfast and be like, oh, I'm a fancy lady, not just, like, drinking for breakfast. Yeah, exactly. What's in that uh, tumbler you're drinking from, Jessica? Whiskey. No, it's tea. I hit upon a really good idea. When we record a podcast, I put it in my travel mug, because then it stays hot for the entire episode. Or do what I do, have no taste and just drink cold tea all the time. Yeah. Mmm, tastes like mushroom soup. She's a very classy girl. Yeah, great times. So, Galentine's was good. I came to your house, I ate cinnamon rolls. Yes, because we accidentally got vegan cinnamon rolls. Too good to be this world. well. And I had some of those in the fridge, so then I made them on Sunday. And then the fire alarm in our building went off, so I had to briefly go... I had to turn the oven off <gasps> and deal with that. And then... um come back in but because they were they were half cooked and then the oven obviously started to rapidly cool down but it had got them going enough that actually by the time i came back in, they were spot on oh okay perfect in perfect. the residual they they finished in the residual heat of the oven because so i was a bit worried that they would either be just really dry or kind of stodgy. St- they'd not they'd have like the weird heat fluctuation would have made them stodgy basically i thought they'd been ruined but uh they weren't they were really good excellent And I did not eat all of them in one go. Okay, because we did the Panerai's on the next day, or the next weekend, I did eat three for breakfast, because we split a, a, a can. I then also celebrated Valentine's with my housemate, because she doesn't work on Tuesdays, and why wouldn't we? So we went to see uh, the Lego Batman movie at the cinema. Very nice. And then we did... Uh, well, we were going to do Dine-In 2 for £10 at Marks & Spencers, but they bump it up to £20 for Valentine's. No, yes, no, thank do. you. So we yeah. instead went to Sainsbury's and bought exactly what we wanted for dinner. I made a bad pie choice, but you live and learn. And uh, we'd bought two action movies for the sum total of £4.16. And uh, so we watched Under Siege which is Steven Seagal who is a cook on a submarine that gets taken over by Tommy Lee Jones and Gary Busey and, Sold. and uh, I also showed this to you for the first time, Crank <laughs> I was about to say did, did Jason Statham feature in any of these? Jeff Chelios was did my crank day feature Jeff Chelios was um, and hey it's a weird film to show somebody when you're like oh, I love this film and then it starts and you think, oh no I don't want oh dear what if people judge me I was on the train on the way home from work on uh, Friday and with one of my colleagues and we accidentally made some friends who you know when you think it's like oh great we're going to be having to talk to these guys all the way home and it's going to be like I just, you know think, oh, I no we don't want to come sit with you it's going to be dicey and then it was brilliant okay um, we we didn't go and sit with them they were sitting at like the, the, the next the seats forward so they were facing backwards and we were facing forward but there was a pair of seats between us um, and they started listing their top five films, but they are all like action films. And then one of them said um, "Face Off," and then a girl from further down the carriage piped up with, "What are you kidding me?" And <laughs> she joined us, um, and it was hysterical. And it was along those lines. It was like, no, no, it's so bad, it's good. But is it is it bad? No, I think it's just enjoyable. And it, was, it was genius. Oh, okay, see, I don't think Crank is so bad; it's good. I think it's excellent and at being yeah, bad. Yeah, it was. Like, but it was that. It was that like level of yeah. dissection of the various the various films that these guys mm-hmm. were listening. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. Yeah, really, really good. And the week before that, I went to the superb owl. Well, you not in? Not literally. I went to watch the Super Bowl. I'm going to have to note down some stats on who played and who won because it will inevitably come up in next year's quiz of the year. Next year's quiz, yes, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It was a good. It was Tom a good Brady game, it was won. A- the Patriots won, and no one likes them because they're the overdogs. Yeah. And they would beat like yeah. the St. Louis Sirens and Atlanta Falcons. I was so close. You were so close, yes. Yes. Uh yeah, it was it was a very good game until the literally the very end. Um and we had an excellent evening. I was getting a cold though, so my chest kind of hurt for like the entire evening. Did you it's wear like, your packers well, shirt? I'm going home. No, because they weren't it's playing giant. They well they were. Well, they weren't playing, but you everyone just kind of wears their team shirt. But oh it's it's enormous. It's like a man's extra large. Yeah, belt it, heels, weird. Belt it, heels. <laughs> With sort of sexy uh, Packers dress. Yeah, I don't do I that. Do, I don't, no, no. So that was a good note. I don't really think I've done anything else exciting, except I went for cocktails last night and had a lovely time. I love cocktails. I do. We accidentally had a small party at work on Friday before I went home and met these guys and, and like made friends on the train. Because it was another colleague's birthday yesterday, but she wasn't going to be there, so we had like birthday celebration on friday and then more people were passing so we we're like hey come in like join the party and then we accidentally had a party i've been to wales i've watched america's next Top model valentines galentines finished stranger things i mean some of these don't really match in terms of <laughs> you know expend energy expenditure um and i went to a club night which is technically called all my friends but we all called dancing with dave and it was really good it's Fabulous. and it's um, DJed by the producer of a podcast we really like but it means that all night people come up and say catchphrases from the podcast such as are you on email to which you say you simply have to be these days <laughs> Noted. well now I know the appropriate response should you ever come dancing with Dave should, should I ever come dancing with Dave yeah it was really good so that's our intro down intro done Tick. Jessica bring us a song well, last time I nearly went for this and then I went for something else. But it's all right, I have the correct envelope now. And um, <laughs> I changed it last time to, to something that seemed a bit more shouty and er. And uh, this time I'm going to go for my original choice, which is Golden Times by the Pierce Brothers, who I saw at Cropredy in the summer. It was a truly, a truly wonderful and magical afternoon. Yes, excellent. They're the ones who are playing with the Red Arrows, flew over, singing about flying home, and were really emotional. Totes emotion. And the weather was beautiful. Totes was totes-a-mosh. Now insert newly recorded jingle here. Bam ba da 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 Late Review Hello. This is our new feature called the Late Review, which is where we review things not topically. Late. <laughs> <laughs> so basically we just both watch old stuff that neither of us ever seen before and then we offer you our thoughts. It's kind of like if you review something but late. But late. So this week, we will be reviewing the movie musical Into the Woods. Into the Oods. That's exactly what I nearly wrote, because Jessica did it as a show, (laughs) and they divided up the words on a logo, so it said Into the Oods. Basically, what happens is the logo had been designed by someone who is not part of the art department, Somebody who' like doesn't speak English a second third or this anyway, it wasn't it just I don't know how much thought to put into it, so it's done as a block, but then you have to divide up the the word "woods to put the w. so it's into the woods and it doesn't nobody ever reads it right everyone's like, "What does your hoodie say?" Never mind. It was a really good show. It was really good. So we're going to be discussing an inferior, in my mind, adaptation, um, which was the... uh, Oh, yeah, it was not nearly as good as the one we did at college. The the Disney film version of recent years, uh, which is available um, in the UK on Netflix streaming. Yeah. I've written a few notes. Jessica, what's your your overall take on on this? An adaptation of something you like was it was fine. Yeah, you're right.
1: That, I didn't great hate
0: it I, d- I had no problem with it I didn't love it I'm not raving about it it was fine uh, it's one of those things it... that I think because it's fine I find it easier to pick up to pick apart little things I didn't yes. like about it because, yeah, because I'm like if that had been better if that had been better it's it's not like I really dislike it so I can just be like oh, I'm done I would give up on it or I love it so there are things nothing, there's nothing I can really rave about but there are lots of things I can be pernickety about much yeah. of my approach to life and I don't mind uh, talking about things that could have been done better because out of, like, misplaced sense of, like, loyalty. Yeah. So it's uh, obviously a change from the Broadway version because that um, they've had to cut bits and compress things. And uh, it's the story of um, a lot of fairy tales. And act one takes you to the traditional happily ever after and the second act is after the happily ever after. And I yeah. felt it was very weird because you get this great... Um, chorus piece at the end of Act 1, which is the more singing, different parts singing together about it being happy ever after, and there's a big definitive sort of boom, end of uh, interval, then you come to back. To be continued. Yes. And then they don't have that. They don't have any of the chorus numbers. Um, it is really difficult to see uh, how much time has passed as well, because it feels like it's... Like the next day. Like the next day. Um, and uh, Which it clearly isn't, actually, because um, the baker and his wife are holding a baby. Like, so time must have passed yeah so that's peculiar and i felt that it was really missing a lot of those uh the first midnight second midnight songs um yes. i felt they were going now and they changed there it's narrated by in some productions it's a separate narrator and and then sometimes the narrator also plays the mysterious man who does the narration but in this one they gave it all to james corden and his acting style very different to everyone else's yeah, you Sarah know Nicholas Parsons. Yeah, who is on the UK uh, that the London version. I I liked James Corden in this as the baker, and I like his voice, but I it's not a narrating voice. It doesn't no. work as a narrator. The narrator needs like gravitas and like. So he was fine as the time. baker, but not yeah, as story. as the narrator. Um, and- and they had Simon Russell Beale there as as a cameo, sort of as the mysterious man, um, who, spoiler alert, turned out to be the baker's father. So he's there as the baker's father. But they had cut that part to shreds. They cut that part to shreds. But also, you have Simon Russell Beale right there. Just get him to Why record a voiceover. Why get him to record, record a voiceover while he's there? Which is what would happen in the in the theatrical productions. Yeah, it was very weird. Because he, he turned up um, and we were watching it. And my housemate wasn't familiar with him. She said... This is so weird, because he just saw him in a flashback stealing some beans. And she was like, this, this is so weird. Why has he done this tiny part? And I was like, ha, 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 little do you know, he's got loads to do later. He did not yeah. have loads. He does not have loads to do later. So I found that very weird. I I didn't mind James Corden as the baker. I really liked Emily Blunt. Um, yeah. But uh, Meryl Streep is great, but Bernadette Peters is still a going concern. She is not retired yes. or dead. Yes. She looks younger than... Either she has made a pact with the devil or has the greatest surgeon in the world. <laughs> Those are the only two options. She is fresh-faced, yeah, why beautiful. Why not just employ Bernadette Peters? Maybe they did. Maybe she didn't want it. Maybe they wanted to go with a film person. Maybe they wanted Meryl. I don't know. Also, the thing about the witch is there's, um, there's a big reveal. <gasps> and Yes, they blew the reveal. But... They blew the reveal. So the witch turns up and she looks like a like a witch in a fairy tale and she's got sort of gnarly hands and she's in a hook nose and warts and she's all haggard and like scraggy hair. Um, and then the curse breaks and she becomes beautiful again. She looks like she should do. In the film, they show her, uh, they show what she looks like before the curse was placed. So you've already seen her so the reveal is ruined. And the impressive thing about the reveal is they managed to do it on stage. And you have, like, often you have no idea how they've done it. Like, but she was wearing prosthetics a yeah. second ago. I was, like, there's a sort of a swish of a coat, cloak and, like, Glinda the Good Witch is standing in front of you. Imagine what you could have done with film. And I found that with a lot of the design, it felt very. I remember watching the trailer for the first time and finding it just very root one, very kind of, we're doing a screen adaptation of fairy tale what do you think that would look like she and has a big, big old hoop nose like and and just i mean but even just the the production and the design in general i found very underwhelming in a way i found quite difficult to articulate but i'm like i'm not i'm not excited by what you've done and i would i yeah it just didn't it just didn't grab me it seemed quite sort of almost amateurish or boring Cinderella's dress and i was like oh it's fine um on this note i would like to bring to the attention of the court the presence of Johnny Depp in this film. Oh God, I'd forgot. I literally forgot. So about him. he plays the wolf, and uh, in in most productions, um, Little Red is played by a, a, a young adult actress. But she's certainly playing Little Red Riding Hood as um, sort of a teenager because it's a lot yeah. about a sexual awakening. But they had cast Little Red as an actual child, so they couldn't do that. The wolf has a song which is all about technically about eating a girl, but it's. Got a lot of subtext, but they had to get rid of the subtext, so it was just like it was made completely pointless. And also, it was done by Johnny Depp in one of the worst costumes I've ever seen. And he was <laughs> just, just a big being... hat with some ears on it, and like a really horrible set of facial hair, real grim. Yeah, and he was just very strange and not good. And he, uh, I, I really like him in Sweeney Todd. I mean, this was before Johnny Depp, <laughs> just before, before. Uh, but he, but his singing in this is very singing is a, a kind way of describing it. It's just a very badly done scene. The... I just obviously blocked that entirely from my memory because until you said it like two minutes ago, I'd, I'd forgotten he was even in it. Yeah, um, and uh... actually, it was also, it's a really tiny part. I'd forgotten how small it is. Mm-hmm. And in the when they did it on stage, often the, the Okay, well, certainly how we did, and I think generally it is how it's done. The person who plays the wolf also plays Cinderella's prince. Or Rapunzel's prince, at least. There's a lot of doubling, because people sort of pop up and disappear again. I did like the princes. I liked the way they did agony on a waterfall. It I did, because they were like, let's just accept that these guys are ridiculous. I'm really leaning into that. Let's go for a ni- late 90s uh, music video. Um, but I was sad that for reasons of time... The reprise of Agony gets cut because it has a lot of, um, it does a lot for explaining what's going on with the prince in the second act, but also it's got a really funny line about dwarves. <laughs> dwarves are very upset because Cinderella and Rapunzel's princes have gone and fallen in love with uh, Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. Yes. And in this, they they condensed down, um, and actually not just condensed, they completely altered Rapunzel's storyline, I think, to make it more kid friendly or something yeah because she sort of has PTSD and gets stomped on in the Broadway version um, and in this one she got to ride off they give her a, a happy ever after so that's nice and you know her tears fix his eyes and her, and her prince sort of stands up for her and shouts at the witch and says no leave her alone she doesn't want to live with you and they ride off into the sunset and live happily ever after um, whereas in the in the uh, show he does he leaves her for a sleeping beauty or and then she gets stomped on but in this one she gets uh, he, he was her new dream yes Eugene <laughs> it's all fine. He's he's not dead. <laughs> I I don't feel a, a pressing urge to watch this again. I think if you've not seen no. the Broadway version, or I mean, which I've not seen, but I've got I've seen the production Jessica did worked on, which was uh, brilliant. I've seen the DVD of the original Broadway production, which is amazing uh, I've got the cast yeah. recording of the London one so it's a show I know really well and I saw an amazing version I knew I'd seen it more than once on stage um, my friends did it at university it's the, the big musical production of the whole year so I don't want to understate how big it was an amateur production it was very large scale and it was absolutely uh, amazing and so then to go and watch the film is a bit like but I think if you haven't seen any other things it's a nice route in yeah, definitely, and it, the you know the music is all. Uh, the, I was going to say the music is all there. The music is not all there, but the music is all the same, and it it's, it sounds good. So I I would say I mean if I were giving stars I'd give it three. Um, I don't know out of our four enthusiastic thumbs up I would say maybe, two, well probably like two and a third, maybe two, two, yeah. two and a half. Two enthusiastic thumbs up and a pinky. Yeah, I think so. Just um, pointer and thumb Some pinky. pinky. Patron, patron of the, the Week. This week's patron of the week is Kate McCall. When the sun starts to peek out for spring again, Kate is always perfectly dressed. She can just sense whether it's going to be a jacket and scarf day or whether today might need one last gasp from a winter coat. She is, in this and so many ways, a marvel. Thanks, Kate. If you'd like to receive some custom praise on an episode of Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, become a patron by visiting patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Patron, patron of the, of the week. week. Should I do a song? Rosie, what's your song? My song is called "C is the Heavenly Option, and it is by Heavenly featuring Calvin Johnson. Okay. It's really fun. I think you'd actually really like it. Um, needless to say, I heard it on Spotify. Yep, yep, fair, fair. Uh, but it's very bouncy and jangly and very sweet. Uh, and let's do some snacks. My snack this week is mochi. Um, the rice flour little filled sweets with like red bean paste in. And they have like powdered sugar on the outside. Yeah, see, I'm out, because of that thing I had at Wagamama is where I was so concerned by the texture. <laughs> I remember. This. But didn't they, they had ice cream in the middle? Of things, yeah, they? and they were really nice, but I was expecting it to be sticky rice balls and not made of rice flour because when you make them of oh, rice flour, it's like it turns into being basically one giant kernel of rice, and that is a weird monotonous gelatinous texture. Oh, right. I think also probably it didn't help because the rice, the, the ice cream would have made it would have chilled it whereas at room temperature they would be softer okay. and they are they are an interesting texture because they are um soft but yeah. they are kind of s- stretchy but they have like <laughs> like body they're the opposite of pickles which are soft and then crunch these are like oh they're hot and then this you know like, crunchy anyway, I think I think they're delicious I'm sure they are and and I'm just having flashbacks to wagamama's and the Japanese supermarket on Brewer Street that I used to buy them in has closed. Oh, so no. that's really disappointing. So what we're saying is we have to go to Japan or if any of our listeners want to send us, we should have a PO box. <laughs> we should have a PO box and people to send us stuff. <laughs> send, us, send us sweets of the world. I don't think Mochi travels very well. Do not send us Mochi in the post. If it's adequately wrapped. You can get ones. With, I had ones with peanut butter in once. Um, mm. Some have red bean paste. Some, those are the best ones, I think. They dye them pretty colours, so it's like, I've had pink ones and green ones. And... Okay, well, mine is stem ginger biscuits. Okay, good. Because they're biscuits, but they're warm. Yes, but they burn a bit. Yeah. But uh, I also, every time I, I eat something like that, I feel a lot of personal growth. Because time was, I would not have been a stem... I can see your face as I say that, Jessica. I would not have been a stem ginger biscuit kind of person. You. There you... was no, this one you didn't eat, like raw cheese or tomatoes yeah now i eat both and i sometimes will go like i'll pick the vegetarian option or um you know there'll be some kind of really chocolate heavy cake and i won't automatically pick that which usually would have been my like what is the most cake like thing i could have and i'll say oh i might have like a stem ginger biscuit i'm still it's still a biscuit i'm not saying i'm like a monk no i I like stem ginger biscuits i admire your choices but you know sometimes i'll be like "Mm, oat and raisin as opposed to triple chocolate triple choc needle and fed Fed. Fed. needle and fed I did make marshmallow squares however oh yumbo yumbo yep you sticking with that yep okay cool that's what we say at work my my colleague's housemate says it all the time so then we all say mmm yum Well, usually when you've just finished you put your fork down mmm yumbo cool 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 made marshmallow squares had some very old marshmallows technically were two years out of date um, Oh god <laughs> and when i opened the packet i thought i'll separate the white and the pink and i'll do layers they are all the same color so i put in some food co- they melted down fine they were fine no one's died uh, i <laughs> they melted down fine but i thought well they're a bit plain they're a bit gray i'll put in <laughs> some f- the worst thing they're a bit gray <laughs> i'll put in some- and desiccated it was uh, it was weird and so i put in food coloring but as a marshmallow melts it becomes one giant blob and then i hadn't put enough pink food coloring in so i had one word flesh uh as i looked in the pan then i put more in then i added the rice crispies. it was grey and desiccated and you still cooked them yeah i mean because, you're fine obviously it's pan out fine I know because like a sugar and an old gelatin like dried <laughs> old cow's hooves um it was fine hooves. yeah because well like that's the thing i knew that they all that had happened was they dried yes they'd they'd really they'd preserved themselves yeah and so as soon as i'm like i I knew that we had to cook with them when my husband brought them home from work where she'd found them oh my god this story's getting worse and so i thought i'm gonna take this is gonna be another another um health warning episode isn't it don't cook your food using a light bulb maybe make your own mind up about whether you want to cook with old marshmallows sure i fed them to several other people and no one's died I not lead with this story because obviously they were going to be fine and I cooked them and then I put them, uh, white chocolate sprinkles edible glitter on top. I ate one just before this podcast oh, and obviously, I was like, you'd, you'd, you'd... <laughs> uh, This was the last in the current series of Rosie Jessica's Day Fun Yeah, I dressed it up um, Oh, so you dressed it up and made it fancy Yeah You know how like when people used to heavily fav- flavour things, still, like, the, the meat was rancid <laughs> Yes No one's ever done that Yes, I do remember those. Yeah, well, not since, like, the 1870s. Yeah, people don't adulterate food as much, although I was listening to old episodes of the food program while I went to sleep, and I listened to the horse meat episode. And how great was it when all we were concerned about was that people might have eaten some horses? And also, how great was my level of smugness? Well, mine too. Waitrose wasn't involved. (laughs) People just don't adulterate food like these. You know, I bought a loaf of bread the other day, and it was all flour. No chalk. No chalk. Not even a bit of chalk. Not even a fleck of sawdust on the top for like, character. Yeah. This has gone to a weird place. I made a carrot cake. I made it in a bunch How old were of carrots. your carrots? I had bought them specially <laughs> because I had been going to the the bag I'd bought the previous week and then I'd forgotten to put them back in the fridge because, like, they're carrots. They don't really need to get in the fridge. Then I looked at them and they did not look happy. So, yeah, they're probably going to have to go. Um, they might have made their own soup. Uh. Um. No, they haven't. They're not that bad. It's fine. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so I made a carrot cake. I did not use a recipe. I just added carrot to a victoria sponge cake recipe that's math. because i could be ju- I can, carrot can cake face. is such a also loads of carrot cakes if you don't have eggs are vegan anyway because they use oil instead of butter you yeah i know oh no it was, it was an existing it was it was a it was a vegan recipe already okay um so i know i can i just say i didn't just add it in i adapted an existing recipe that i had yeah because otherwise what would be going on texture wise it wasn't the best carrot cake I've ever made Colour me surprised I was like I took it out of the oven I was like This is very blonde I wish I was like Maybe I should like Use proper recipes For different things I don't know anyway Yeah for um, carrot cakes so, Yes A lemon sponge Just sling a little zest in um, But you live and learn But I don't know why I'm I'm taking the moral high ground I just ate Ancient marshmallows With your Desiccated Prehistoric marshmallow, Like your Mesopotamian mallow, Crispy squares Oh Mesopotamia you're having Mesopotamia flashbacks. Yeah, just it's a funny pun. And yes, that's fine. Like, it's, it tasted good. I ate all of it. I finished it for breakfast this morning, actually. And I'm going to make another one. And do it properly. Obviously, I've got really into cooking again because of my whole packed lunch thing. I will update my blog this week. I, I did it. another post. Yeah, yeah, up to three. Whoop. Okay. Maybe I should put on it like what I'm making. So uh, last week I made a, a kind of Boston beans, but with veggie sausages in and shallots, just like a whole like. Did you put treacle in it? shallots to so get lunch. I didn't put treacle in it, it. Didn't have any treacle. Jessica's written a, a blog post entitled "The Joy of the Multipack. Pack." Uh, everyone, stop recording. I'm gonna go and read this. I did put marmite in it, though, because that's like the same color as treacle and it's really flavorsome. Yeah. Just don't make that mistake while you're doing your Christmas cake and you'll be fine. True. I bet. Oh, my God. Marmite Christmas cake. You I right, encourage you to try that for write yourself. Write this down. Contact legal. Yes, yeah, so I did that and I made mustard mash and I had it with broccoli and I like put it in little boxes and took it to work. The only problem I found with this whole thing is that what happens is I tend to make a meal and then I have to eat it for like three or four days in a row. Yes. So I should start freezing portions and like rotating things in. Yeah. Um, but this afternoon I'm going to make butternut squash and chickpea curry. Yeah. And I also have a cauliflower that I got to make cauliflower cheese, but I might put that in the curry, or I might also make cauliflower cheese, or i like because they, they both need to be cooked. so I think the cauliflower should go first? I'm going to make cauliflower cheese, and I mean cheese. It's cheese. It's cheese. I made um, sausage rolls. Lovely. Oh, I bought pastry so I can make lentil sausage rolls. Because I was making a pie. Puff pastry. I make my own short crust. I bought by puff pastry. And I can't even make short crust pastry. And I've made some terrible pastry in my time. It's my catchphrase. Rosie loves it when I say this. She doesn't look annoyed at all. I it's terrible pastry. I mean, at least you can make it. I think I've got two warm hands. This is my excuse. Yours would probably be better because you would be able to put an egg in it. Whereas I, I also, it got short. I was trying to sort of fix it by just upping the fat content and it just made it shorter and shorter and shorter because then I needed less water to bind it to so I realised my error and I now need to go back in the opposite direction I don't really understand what makes short pa- like is there long pa- really crumbly oh, really crumbly no I don't want that I want um. I want it to be ba- basically bread how many times do I have to say it until somebody writes it down I wish to be buried in a hot water crust coffin got it in my notes Thanks. it's fine oh my god I just realised I didn't put pastry in my list of favourite carbs when were you doing favourite carbs? Have you been doing top fives without me? No, I was I was ranking them at work. I was like, I I really like pasta, but potato, but it's it's like my second favorite carb. Wait, bread should come first. Bread is I love bread. I could eat bread all day, <laughs> but then you get fat. Where would I get fat? Because bread makes you fat? Bread, 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 bread. And then I realized that I was wrong, and pasta is actually my third favorite carb because it goes potatoes, bread, pasta, pastry, rice. Rice goes at the bottom. Who cares about rice? Yeah, well, I can agree with that. I don't really care about rice unless it's like ground up into flour and made into mochi. Yeah, I forgot about Ray. I've done some knitting. Do you remember oh, what you. this segment is? <laughs> I finished my Peggy Sue cardigan and I wore it to the ninetieth birthday party because I used buttons. Well, not because, but also I had used buttons from our granny's uh, button stash. Ah, oh, that's very So fitting. I could say, "I've stolen these buttons from you." Was it fitting? It was Did it fit. Well, uh, going enough. back to our conversation about really enjoying carbs. <laughs> it was a little on the tight side, but we what? can we can deal with that. And you know that Belmont cardigan I'm just not knitting? I think I don't want that cardigan. I think it's the wrong yarn and the wrong colour for that cardigan. It's like a mental block. I just don't think it's right. And I think that yarn would be so much better as a lovely shawl, a really enormous scarf. But now I have to go back to look at patterns. Because it's three ply and I don't know whether I can maybe just use a four ply. Maybe I should use a lace pattern then it would be really heft. You could do what I do and just like use whatever needles and yarn weight for whatever you fancy knitting and see what happens. True. But then I don't knit like fitted cardigans. I I knit like, I'm going to make this shawl and I've got this chunky yarn and I've got this massive crochet hook. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see it. I still have not even looked in the bag with the shawl that I attempted to start knitting on the train on the way to Disneyland because it makes my brain hurt. Yeah, it was crochet, right? So I was no help. That's crochet. Yeah, you are no help. So I just knitted... What was I knitting instead? A hat. You knitted a hat that's now too small for your head. A hat that was too small. Even though I used the correct... I, I actually, on this occasion, I did use the correct things. I do... I do. Can I just... You've used all the right stitches. ignore like recipes and charts and stuff. I use these guidelines. I, yeah, just not necessarily in the right order. But yeah, so I don't know whose head it's supposed to fit because it really is coming up quite small. Child well I did check that I thought oh god I've knitted a chance out, and then I hadn't yeah so there's that um, and I have basically ne- very nearly finished the quilt that I'm making for my friend's little girl so I'll give her that this week cool a drawer in my room was cleared out so I've been able to move some of my costumes off a shelf so I've got a whole new shelf for yarn um, but some of those yarns just plastic bags so I get to go through all my yarn stash and that is exciting oh my god you can get little, little plastic storage boxes you don't get me started and on and like I've got access to so many disorganised buttons fabulous and you've already seen what I've done with all that thread have you ever I know you finished this segment because I can just segue straight into what have you seen this week cool what What, have we seen this week what have we seen this week did you know that there is like loads of videos on YouTube of people just tidying up tell me more tell me more like there's a hashtag called clean my room with me like it's just people just having a tidy and a lot of times they're like speeded up so you watch them like Oh, their makeup brushes, back box, and like fold like leggings and stuff mm-hmm. and remake that. I mean, a lot of people that like, it concerns me are not the best like bed makers in the world. <laughs> like, no, no, looking to do this But, um, who am I to judge? Shut up, me. So, yeah, it's literally just people tidying up. They like run the hoover around, and then there are people, things where people like are cleaning their whole apartments. Oh, this is just amazing. Uh, and I've become low key obsessed with the idea of organizational podcasts. Do they exist? Yes, there's one called Organize 365. (gasps) Ah! You can, like, do a 100-day, like, organizing challenge. And, like, every day is, like, a different subject. Like, today, photographs. I'm doing Margaret-style snaps, except I can't click. But if I may be culturally appropriative for a moment and say, (laughs) yes! Oh, my God. Jessica, this is the last episode of Rosie Jessica's Day of Fun because from next week we are doing an organisational and tidying podcast. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited. Don't even think I didn't consider doing that. Okay, so I've been thinking about maybe being a YouTuber and I could do a lot of tidying, except it would be really short because my room, often I just have to do a little tidy every two days. Well, that's fine because then you can do things like today I'm looking at the cutlery drawer. Today I'm looking at the pen pot. Today I'm looking at like storing old photographs. Today we are looking at, I don't know, stuff that you organise Just sort boxes. Of, I've now got a whole drawer just for socks and tights. Fabulous. Just the two in my dresser drawers. Are you folding your socks? Do you ball them up like an normal person? Do you fold them in thirds like Marie Kondo? I ball them up. Do your socks spark joy? Some of them do. I draw the line at folding socks because... I, I ball my socks because, you know, that that's fine. Then, then you know they're all together and they're in a big stack and I don't need to be able to see every single pair of socks I have because, like... Like you, I, I just need a pair of socks, it doesn't matter Like, yeah. Also, um, I don't know if you've noticed about me, I often don't wear matching socks so sometimes I don't have, I only ball up socks if they are a pair yeah. so I mostly just have a drawer full of socks and then I take two socks out of it <laughs> Rosie looks horrified Yeah, because what if they're the wrong te- they're, not, they're mismatched textures or weights Oh, no, 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 no No, I only have one style of socks, so it's fine H&M multipacks <laughs> H&M multipack always four lovely colours one sludge. Yes. Like how many times do I have to tell people the only acceptable way to buy pants is from five packs from Marks and Spencers although I'm told they've gone up in price again and they're now 8 pounds. 8 pounds they were only 7 last time I Okay, well, I don't know. This is unconfirmed, but it's why I always have so many pants because always... I my pants situation is is <laughs> never recovered from the summer of 2009 when I couldn't bring myself to do laundry and went and bought new pants. <laughs> also, I blame um, Topshop from like a few years before that because they had loads of like fun pants, but they are like they're not they're not comfortable. They are not comfortable. They are horrible to wear, but they've got like monkeys on them or something. Jessica, they don't spark joy. They don't spark joy. So yeah, maybe they spark joys in your eyes, but not on your butt. <laughs> so you have to work out if it sparks butt joy. You have to put them <laughs> on if you're not got butt joy also if they're in the back of the drawer and you never wear them because you know that you hate them just throw them away yeah and like the sign was when i picked up one of my nicest pairs of like fancy they were were frilly pants and i was like right i'm gonna wear my frilly pants because i own them obviously i want to have fun frilly pants and i went to put them on and i stuck my thumb right through the lace big old thumb hole in one of the buttocks (laughs) and i thought this is a sign that these are very uncomfortable i should never wear these pants the universe says that these pants are pointless. Throw them in the bin. Right in the bin. Uh, so, yeah, that is a thing on YouTube. People oh. tidying up. I'd forgotten we were still doing a segment that. Wow, well, I know. I was like, where the hell did we get to hear from? We Top were doing five an pants. actual legit segment. <sighs> um, yes, I, I think I should become a YouTuber because, as I've pointed out, I'm charismatic, I'm cute, and I've got quite decent lighting in my bedroom. <laughs> oh, that's fair. I have terrible in mine, but I have lots of fairy lights. So. So, also on the YouTube vein of things, I have found in What Have We Seen This Week, What Have We Seen This Week, a video, just, you know, things floating to into your suggestions. Um, I think the original series it was broadcast on, there was there was something called, like, like Lovely Tiny Houses or Amazing Tiny House or something. And there's a guy who goes around the world meeting people who live in tiny houses. Mm-hmm. The Tiny House Nation. It wasn't Tiny House Nation, but it was, like... Mm-hmm. It was it was a YouTube channel thing. And she's Australian, but she lives in Tokyo. And she has um, a really tiny apartment. And then I found her channel. So she, she has a video where she does like a tour around her apartment. And she lives in eight square meters. And like she can put out her hand, her arms, and touch each side of her apartment. It's just sort of long and narrow. And then it has a platform, like a mezzanine. I was staying in a single bedroom in a hotel. And I thought, I could probably manage this. And then I went to visit the room our granny lives in, an old people's home. And probably bleak, but I was like, this, this would soon be fine. Meals are provided. If you don't want to talk to somebody, you just pretend to be mad or deaf. Like Blackadder. That was, that was really cool. And she does like day-in-the-life things of cooking in her apartment. Like Cook With Me in my tiny... Like she has one burner and a sink and no counter space. So she'll explain this in the video. So she bought like a, a big chopping board that she can sit across the sink. Yes. She doesn't have a kitchen table. So she does like little, little Cook With Me videos of just her cooking in her tiny apartment. She has to put things on the floor and stuff. Uh, I have a podcast to recommend. Do you? It is called... Missing Richard Simmons. So you'll be aware of Richard Simmons. The exercise guy, right? Yeah, the screaming exercise man with the curly hair. Uh, so in 2014, he just stopped coming to his class and has just disappeared. He's not a missing person because he's probably just yeah. in his house. And the, But there's now suddenly a six-foot-high fence. And he used to always come out and talk to all of the star tours that came around. And he just doesn't do that. And so this person, who is a journalist, but... I'm pleased to report knows or knew and was a friend of Richard Simmons who'd been to his house, so it wasn't just some prurient man, um, is doing a kind of serial style podcast trying to work out where Richard Simmons is and why he's disappeared. And I've listened to two episodes and it's really good. Don't listen to it too high on headphones because there are a lot of clips of Richard Simmons screaming. (laughs) But uh, yeah, really interesting. Really interesting. Grab me in a way uh, I haven't had since serial series one, series two. No, Thanks. My um, the only other thing I have is she loves me, is uh, now available on demand on Broadway HD. So I have watched that again this week. Also, Google dogs in tights. Oh, I've, yeah, it's really good. Also, Google cross-eyed cat dressed as pirate. Cross-eyed cat dressed. It'll auto. It'll probably autofill. Oh, hello. Look at his little face. That is one bung-eyed cat. <laughs> Is it like ableist to be? No, no, really exactly thing, like, I know this is exactly my adorable cat. He can't help it that one of his eyes doesn't look in the right direction. But he's he's genuinely a, just a beautiful cat. He's a really gorgeous cat, but also super boss eyes. Also, he has a pirate hat on. Yeah. He also has a frog costume and a unicorn outfit. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say the pirate is the best one by all Yeah. The pirate is the shot. best one. Yeah. Oh, and his eyes are so beautiful. Hello, cat. Yeah. Great. This podcast should end because I've got a lot of cat looking at to do. Oh, he's also got a tiger hat. Also Google cats in tights where they stuff the tights and then put shoes on the end of the tights and then pose the tights and then sit the cat either in the tights or behind the tights. Yes. So it looks like the cat's like just chilling in a beanbag with like its legs out. Oh, some of these dogs, they've put high heels on. Some of the dogs go a bit, a bit weird. It's not It's. It doesn't For anyone who's listening Who hasn't seen this It doesn't verge into Animal cruelty quite I don't think Maybe it does Maybe it's ter- Don't recommend this I always saw a picture uh, Of a husky Wearing tights But huskies are so furry That the fur then Has to be compacted To go in the tights I'm not sure this, yeah. I've got conflicted feelings About it I've got to be honest Husky and tights Yeah Weird It's weird But he looks so happy Well you know Everyone should be allowed To express themselves What I want to know is, how do you get a dog into a pair of tights without laddering them? Yeah, because they've got little claws. Well, this has gone in a weird direction. This episode has been super strange. Super rambly. Super, super weird. Super weird. I feel kind of dark. Things got dark. Oh, things get really dark. You know what's going off Netflix at the end of this month? Oh, no. Again. Oh. But if it's anything like last year, it will go off and then it will come back on three weeks later. We can, but hope. But if they... Uh yeah, (laughs) I need community. I need ready access to the first three seasons of community sure i own the first on dvd but not the point streaming no other i now own all of the u.s office on dvd because they took it off netflix you know what is it annoying standing up (laughs) walking over to the bookshelf and then every four episodes or so having to stand up again like like change discs work out where i am i want to i want to just hit screens i want to punch a cake i want to hit a screen i want to be adored (laughs) This episode is so weird. I don't know what is going on. I, I want might... to go back to the beginning. I, I want to a baby. baby. I think I might be very tired. I think I am. That's okay because I have I have um, half of this week off work. So yeah. What are you doing? I'm going to do some cooking. And I'm going to go and see hidden figures. And we're going to just like not be at work for three days. And next week we're going... No, in two weeks' time we're going on a trip. Watch this space. Or listen to this space. Like listen to the dead air between... Anyway we're going on a trip it's going to be exciting oh my god the sun's come out I'm going to go to the supermarket now while the sun's out so I can walk in the sunshine oh because I don't have any onions so I can't make the curry because as we discussed last week every savoury recipe we've ever made it starts with an onion and I've run out of onions so like basically I'm going to starve to death I don't have any bread I don't have any cereal things really have got dark maybe you'll hear from us maybe you won't um bye out more and to read show notes find links and photos for this and past episodes you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk you can email us at say hello to Jessica at gmail.com and follow us on twitter at the day of fun show rosie and jessica t-shirts are now available you can shop for all your day of fun needs at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash oh my greyhounds And now you can become a monthly subscriber and support Rosie and Jessica's day of fun at our Patreon. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Thanks for listening. Do you know somebody who would love Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, but isn't currently listening? Well, this month, people are sharing their favourite podcasts using the hashtag TRIPOD. That's T-R-Y-P-O-D. Some of the podcasts we're recommending are Judge John Hodgman from Maximum Fun, Appointment Television, The Math of You, Unfriendly Black Hotties, The Mysterious One About Tidying We Haven't Started Yet. We'd also love to hear your podcast recommendations, so send them to us at the Day of Fun Show. If you love Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, tweet about it and use the hashtag TRIPOD.